WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman. It's Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021. Urbana residents are continuing to voice concerns about the city's plan to install automated license plate readers to help investigate gun violence. The city co-sponsored two town halls last week with the NAACP of Champaign County to share information and take questions from residents about the plan. But at last night's city council meeting, residents expressed disappointment with the lack of time for public input. Urbana resident Christopher Hansen spoke at the meeting, calling the forums a joke. This town hall, which was so hostile and silly, I don't understand why you hold those things. Why don't you have a real communication session with the public? The tone of the council meeting was set early on by a presentation from author and activist Zachary Norris, who was falsely accused of a crime by California police using automated license plate readers. Residents spoke in public comment for over an hour. Almost all asked that the city council not approve the budget amendment to buy the readers. The discussion comes as Governor J.B. Pritzker declared gun violence a public health crisis in Illinois yesterday. The state plans to disperse $250 million in community assistance for gun violence prevention and intervention. 2021 marks 40 years since the first reported cases of HIV-AIDS and a new exhibit about the epidemic is opening at Urbana's Spurlock Museum. WPGU's Owen Henderson spoke with one of the project's organizers. Starting today, certain visitors can see the Spurlock Museum's new exhibit, Sewn in Memory. AIDS Quilt Panels from Central Illinois. The display's 19 quilt panels were created as part of the NAMES Project AIDS Memorial Quilt in the 1980s, a community art movement meant to humanize the staggering numbers of deaths and to celebrate each of their lives. Each of the 19 honors someone from Central Illinois who died during the AIDS epidemic. The panels are all 3 feet by 6 feet, the size of a grave, and feature symbols, images, and information about the men. Beth Watkins is Spurlock's education and publication coordinator. She says she thinks the COVID-19 pandemic might help visitors better understand what the AIDS crisis was like for the LGBTQ community. This is something we're all experiencing, the idea of loss through illness and, um, you know, institutional failures to protect people and just grief and loss in general. I thought, no, this, this just seemed like the perfect time. The exhibit is currently open only for private tours, but Spurlock plans to open the display to the public in late January. For WPGU News, I'm Owen Henderson. The Illinois General Assembly has approved changes closing loopholes used to avoid receiving the COVID vaccine. The Healthcare Right of Conscience Act ensures that Illinoisans can decline to receive or provide medical treatment on the basis of moral or religious objections. Despite having been passed over 40 years ago, People have used the legislation to skirt vaccine and testing requirements during the COVID pandemic. The proposed changes would no longer allow people to cite religious or moral objections as excuses to avoid receiving the vaccine. The adjustments passed the Illinois House this Wednesday before being passed by the Senate on Thursday in the form of Senate Bill 1169. Now all that is necessary for the changes to take effect is for Governor Pritzker to approve them. Governor Pritzker previously voiced support for the changes, arguing that the Healthcare Right of Conscience Act was not created with the intention of being used during a pandemic. If Governor Pritzker does approve SB 1169, the changes will be implemented starting June 1st. 
The Supreme Court brought challenges to Texas's strict abortion law during a hearing Monday. The court had previously allowed the law to go into effect in September. It banned all abortions with no exceptions after about six weeks. However, Justices Kavanaugh and Coney Barrett rose questions about the Texas law yesterday, saying providers may be able to challenge it. The court will not rule on the constitutionality of the Texas law. It will only decide whether it can be challenged in lower courts. It is unknown when the court will rule, but it is expected to be within the next three months. The Unclimate Change Conference began in Glasgow this Monday and was attended by more than 100 heads of state from across the globe. The day consisted largely of opening statements by the conference's attendees, but many speakers set bold goals in their addresses. In his opening statement, Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi pledged to achieve carbon neutrality for India by 2070, while President Joe Biden apologized for the U.S.'s abandonment of the Paris Accords under the Trump administration. The conference is scheduled to run for the next two weeks and will consist of a series of negotiations aimed at producing new international agreements for slashing carbon and greenhouse gas emissions. And that is the news for today. Contributing reporting for today's broadcast was provided by Justin Malone, Owen Henderson, Laszlo Toth, Jane Knight, and Barrett Wynn. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda, our arts and entertainment editor is Mac Dudley, and our political editor is Jane Knight. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman.